Hello, I'm Jordan Merrick and this is Stories from House Arrest, episode 4. Um, it's amazing that it's been a month already since the first little rambling episode that I put out. Um, and honestly, it's just been absolutely humbling and touching to see um, you know, how many artists that have reached out to, to, to come on the show and even just like how many just regular listeners have just uh, come on um, and discovered a new artist. Um, you know, it's just, it's exactly what this podcast is about, you know, giving artists a chance to, to share their story about who they are as people and not just uh, musicians. And uh, I truly believe when you connect with an artist uh, personally uh, and you already like their music, it just takes um, that relationship to another level. And it's it's such a special thing. And yeah, I feel so lucky to be able to give um, that platform to people with this uh, this here podcast that uh, I've found myself starting to do. Um, a big thank you to everybody who listened to last week's episode. That was our most listened to so far, which is awesome. I know we're three weeks in, but it's great to see people are sticking around and jumping on board, not just uh, jumping off after my weird first episode. But uh, look, thanks so much, guys. It's It's been awesome. And, um, you know, speaking of awesome artists, I'm so excited to, you know, bring the new guest uh, for this week, Elle Payne, to you all. So Elle is someone, so she's a, a Brisbane local, and um, her story is very different to the first two artists that we've had on. Um, you know, she's a mother, she's had such a different background to, to music to the other artists, um, but such a touching story, and she's such a passionate person, uh, has so much care for other artists, and in particular, she's you know, what I would say is a very big leader in, in, you know, women in music and the work she's doing at the moment, um, you know, with her open mic nights and she's got, uh, is just crazy good. And the, the work she's doing in particular to give, you know, start women starting out in the industry, a platform and making sure they've got a safe space, um, is not only very important, but it's exactly what we all need to be doing, I think, men, women alike, uh, is is giving everyone a safe place to share their music. And, um, you know, while this podcast isn't obviously an open mic night, it's, um, you know, something I really hope can be that safe place where anyone can come on, share their story, feel comfortable doing it. And I, I really believe, especially from the messages that I've gotten about the podcast, that, you know, artists sharing their stories are going to be met with, you know, respect, love and kindness, because I think that's what the world really does need. Um, so yeah, look, El Payne's story, uh, you know, inspired me. I'm sure it's going to do the same to you. So without further ado, I welcome El Payne. El. <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> how are you? How is, how is 2020 for you? I actually, it was, it was an interesting year. I think it was interesting for everyone. Um, I actually had a pretty good year. Um, I know a lot of people struggled and it was, um, full of adversity, but, um, the start of my year was pretty crazy going through a bit of a breakup and sort of, I'd lost myself a bit, I think. Um, but I think I really found myself again and I gained some traction with, um, my music and, um, really getting back out there and doing stuff for myself rather mm. than for someone else and um, I was really lucky I picked up quite a few gigs towards the later half after all of the lockdown and stuff like that mm. um, but I found it to be yeah a really good year of finding myself and doing I think what was best for myself and, and my son of course as well so 
wasn't yeah, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible either. <laughs> yeah, so a good time to have um, some time to to yourself to re- rejuvenate and get some R and R, right? And yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah. And, and look at what was really important in my life, I think, and um, sort of go forth on my own venture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yeah. yeah, so you're, I mean, from the outside looking in your your music careers, yeah, definitely, like, as you said, started gaining traction last year. And I think. We we met. Do we meet in January this year, or was it was it last year? I think it was early this year. I'm yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, this year has gone so it's so fast. Yeah, I don't so even fast. Know. I don't even remember January. <laughs> yeah, me yeah. Yes, I think it was the start yeah. of this year that we that we met. Yeah, and obviously that was um, that was at an open mic night, uh, mm-hmm. which is something you're obviously quite passionate about. Starting your own one recently. Yes. Um, how like as someone who's been doing open mics for a while how do you find that environment like what what is it like for people who who don't go or or haven't i find it to be one of the most wonderful environments um i i started doing open mics um probably about two years ago was when i went to my very first one and it was after a period of not playing music for a while i focused on raising my son um and had all things in life happen um and I used to be incredibly nervous and it was really my big foot in the door to start performing, meeting people, networking, mm. uh, finding new venues. And honestly, now some of my like closest friends are from open mics mm. and it's kind of like my my place to, to go and sort of be myself and, and just let loose and, and have an awesome time. And I've, I've really found myself seeking out new open mics Mm. because every open mic has a bit of a different flavor and different musicians that come and people that you can learn from and and meet and um i also find it to be one of my biggest places of inspiration um Mm. musically just you know being able to hear people singing their own originals and um you know of all different genres and they've all got different stories to tell and i find you know if i'm feeling a bit like mm, in a bit of a slump with my writing Mm. i just go and hear some people and i'm just like oh yes like get that fire under my in my belly again yeah. and I get really excited to go home and, and write um so for myself yeah I think the open mic culture in Brisbane is wonderful it's really supportive it doesn't matter how experienced or inexperienced you are mm. um you know you can always find somewhere where you can feel comfortable to get up and play covers or play some of your originals I always find it's my sort of place to go when I do have a, a new song that I'll play in front of, of people just to sort of get a bit of a, a gauge on their reaction to it. Yeah, for but sure. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it is such an interesting vibe, isn't it? I um, I never really did too many open mics. Um, probably I've done more this year than I ever have. And it's sort of, as you said, it, every place seems to have a different vibe. And it's, it is a really cool way of, of connecting with other artists. I think it's something that uh, I sort of wish I did more of when mm. I like for the last few years, uh, but definitely something that I'm glad I've sort of rediscovered just through through chance because um, it is such a cool environment, especially to test out new songs yes. um, and get get a gauge of what other artists think as well. Yeah, because their opinions obviously as songwriters are always good to have. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> yeah. Did you um like with with your music? Did you have you always played music like since you were young? Pretty much. Um, I've always sung, um, which I think is normally the story. I've always been <laughs> singing uh, since I was three years old or whatever. Um, I grew up with um, with my dad and he um, worked for EMI. And so we had like 
just walls of CDs um, mm. in our living room. And um, so I've kind of grown up with a, a bit of a mix of music and I've always just loved it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it was in primary school. I started learning the flute and um, played that until high school when mm. I finally got uh, dad got me my first guitar. And I used to be incredibly nervous and would never really sing in front of anyone. Mm. Um, but it was towards the end of high school that I really started to just kind of I was singing in front of a few friends and learning guitar a bit mm. more. And um, people didn't seem to not like it. So that was good. So then yeah. that kind of gave me a bit more mm. confidence to, to pursue it a bit more. And I was writing songs in high school. You know, I've, I've actually just recently found one of my books oh, <laughs> of, nice. of my songs from high school, which is pretty funny. Um but yeah, I've always loved it. I've always sung. Um, I never thought in a million years I'd be at this point. Mm. Um, I'm still always like kind of pinching myself thinking like, holy crap, like this is my life and I'm just surrounded by music at the moment. Um, mm. But it's definitely been a big journey, um, a big learning curve. Um, I stopped for a few years as well. Mm. Um, but I started gigging, I think, when I was 20, 22. Um, I had my first little pub gig and then had my son at um, 23 and then kind of stopped and now mm. I've only just recently sort of picked it back up again but it's definitely been in my life the whole time mm. um, I just yeah haven't been gigging as much um, until sort of recently but um, yeah. but yeah it's always been a huge huge passion of mine mm. with um, like with having a son what was what's music like for you now with a son then like was it was it quite different before before he came along um, like in terms of writing. Um. Yeah, I find um, I'm a little bit more emotional nowadays. Um, <laughs> it's uh, It's been, yeah, that my songwriting I find like I've written, just recently written a song like about him um, mm. that I'm really hoping to release on my next, like on my EP that I'm hoping to have at the end of the year. Yeah, awesome. um, but yeah, prior to that, I was just, I was pretty young mm. and um, I was, you know, going drinking at the pub and doing all of that kind of stuff. Mm. And then having him wasn't really part of my plan, mm. um, but it happened and I have obviously zero regrets. I love him so, so much. Um, and having to stop for a little bit, that kind of put my life into perspective. I just kind of mm. was L the mum for a while there. Yeah. Um, but for me now, like he's a huge motivation for me. I just want him to, he sees how many gigs I'm doing now and, you know, mm. he, he loves coming and watching and oh, he loves, wonderful. you know, coming to open mics with me sometimes. And for me, um, a huge part of it is just wanting to show him that he can also sort of chase his dreams and do whatever mm. he really you know feels the most passionate about um so yeah it's been it's different now my songwriting has definitely changed it used to just kind of be it's always about love and stuff of yeah. course but it's uh, <laughs> a bit more deeper i feel my my songs now and you know more real life experiences i've gone through so much you go through so much versus you know, i'm 29 now so yeah. from 22 to 29 is has so many things happened so it's definitely changed a bit but for the better of yeah definitely <laughs> yeah. and it would be such a different type of love right when you have a child like it would be such a deep love oh my gosh um, I, I could only imagine what it would do to your songwriting <laughs> yes <laughs> it's it's insane i was only just having this conversation yesterday just about like i'm a huge animal lover I've, animals were always my babies mm. and they're still my babies i'm a crazy cat lady at the moment <laughs> um but the yeah it's funny like it's such a 
a love driven on complete instinct mm. and and you know your hormones and everything it's it's so indescribable until yeah you have your own sort of child mm-hmm. um but yeah the the love and the connection and everything is just so so deep and um mm. just it's like without words kind of thing you know you just have to look at them and you're just like oh my god <laughs> my heart <laughs> but yeah it's amazing yeah it's a great feeling that's wonderful um just going back i suppose touching on um what you were saying about the um open mics and playing your originals and obviously you do um like professionally a lot of cover gigs mm-hmm. how do you find like say comparing a cover gig to an originals gig like what's the biggest differences that you find in terms of the vibe and the experience for you as an artist well i'm not super experienced with doing originals gigs um i've had one really um where i was a support act uh, for a wonderful artist xander rhodes and um that was at the junk bar actually and it was awesome um i remember feeling terrified um really terrified because it's like people were paying to come actually come and watch Mm. and to listen just to originals music Mm. um that was is such a liberating experience though i remember afterwards just being like oh my gosh and having people you know say wonderful wonderful things about how your music has resonated with them that was like just the Mm. most touching thing versus at a covers gig where you can still relate to people, you know, like mm. I, I made a lady cry. It was beautiful. I sung Elvis for her um, and she ended up telling me that it was, you know, the song that her husband used to sing to her before he passed away and stuff. Mm. So you can definitely have that connection still, but it's still kind of superficial sometimes. Mm. And, you know, you have gigs where you feel you're pouring your heart out and you're playing your best that you possibly can. Mm. But you might just be playing to like two people that just really couldn't give a rats if you were in the room or not um so i think it's kind of a humbling experience though as well like Mm -hmm. i always think it's kind of good to have some of those gigs i guess to put it into perspective it doesn't always feel nice but you know you learn and you grow from them and you get a little bit of a thicker skin and i think that as well has kind of helped me with my own originals as well like just feeling like you know it's not always going to be everyone's cup of tea, mm. but um, you're still probably going to find people that will it will resonate with and, you know, will make them feel, feel something, which I think is what everyone kind of hopes to achieve when you're sharing your own music, just to get those feelings that you get when you, you're listening to other music that you've loved growing up to and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. Like, you know, the lady who, who you mentioned before, you sing the song that she, you know, had such a deep connection with and then when you do your originals and people can start to connect with your music, man, what a, what a weird, oh it's, it's, gosh. how do you even, how do you even comprehend oh, it? Eh? It's like, crazy. It's just like, yeah. Oh, you're, just, you're like, thank you. And you're like, Oh my God. Like just, Oh, it feels yeah. so great. It's like it's, the best feeling. Yeah. It's, it's so even like, you know, I, I just get so weird when like people say stuff about my music to me. I'm like, I really appreciate it, but it just doesn't feel real. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's just like <laughs> you want you just say thanks, and yeah. it's like I, I swear it means so much, but yeah. you just like don't know how to take it sometimes. Yeah, I, hey? yeah. I don't think I'll ever learn. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> I'm the same. It's like, I don't know if I'll ever really believe people. <laughs> but I have a I have an originals gig at the end of this month, which I'm really excited for. Um, it's a sold out show, which I never oh, thought wonderful. I'd be a part of. Hell yeah. um, and playing with um, Jacob Vincent and um, oh, the duo Ali and Sarah. And um, I think this is going to be 
a really kind of another big stepping stone for myself and mm. um i'm really keen it's going to be 40 minutes of my stuff mm. um and then i'm hoping to sort of yeah really branch out and start you know finding venues to do a launch show and um kind of keep the ball rolling from there and yeah start great. really promoting it i think it's another thing of being a bit more confident in myself too so i'm hoping this this next show coming up i think is going to be a bit of a confidence boost and mm. like yeah i can do it and i'm gonna yeah, hopefully go forth and yeah. continue doing it i guess <laughs> yeah for sure where um whereabouts is it studio 88 oh cool um, in Ipswich. Yeah. yeah so um i've never been there myself but i've seen mm. a few musicians that have, have gone there and released awesome stuff so i'm keen to do that especially out in Ipswich. i know that there's a bit of a, a live music thing going on out yeah, there yeah um and then yeah hopefully we'll be able to gig around i don't know hopefully the bearded lady or yeah. there's a few venues i've kind of been sussing out so yeah. see how we go yeah, yeah. It's funny mentioning Ipswich before. It's the scene I keep hearing more and more about. Uh, I've never played in Ipswich myself, but so many people just speak so highly of it. I really need to get someone on on the show from Ipswich. Yes. And say, Sell it. Tell me yes, about it. Yes, tell me it. all yeah. about Ipswich. <laughs> I want to know. Yeah, I'm doing a, um, a covers gig out there um, at the end of this month um for a new venue that's opening and it seems to be happening like there's more stuff that's Mm. opening and and more more chances for uh live music to be happening as well which is exciting yeah have you did you grow up in brisbane yep born and raised in brisbane um never really been anywhere which is a bit sad but i've definitely have high hopes to to go overseas and do awesome things but mm. just been in brisbane grew up in balimba um moved around a lot mm. um and now i'm back in hawthorne which is you know, yeah right next door, next to door yeah. so i'm so happy and my son's <laughs> great part home. of town too oh i feel so grateful to to be there it's not the nicest unit but i love it i love the location yeah. it's close to everything that i need to be close to um, I used to be, I was on the north side for quite a while. Um, mm. It's like forty minutes away from everyone, so yeah, being back there is is definitely yeah, awesome. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, I used to be in Zulmere, and it was the exact same. It's just so far away from everybody. Yes, <laughs> I was living in Deegan, so uh, yeah. yeah, I was Deegan, yeah. and I've lived as far as um, Deception Bay as well. Oh, actually, wow. yeah, Bit I had some acre, acreage out there with all my animals, so it was oh, great. That would have been nice. The animals yeah. were awesome, but yeah, the distance and the and the place wasn't yeah, the you've got to weigh it up, hey. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. What was like what was growing up in Brisbane like? Pretty great. Um I went to school um at Belimba State School and I went to high school at Balmol. Um I feel like it's pretty safe. Mm. Um I've, you know, have some wonderful oh. friends that I've obviously um grown up with and mm. still we're all in the same place still. Yeah. Um, it seems to be evolving a lot, I think, Brisbane now. Mm. Like, it, I used to think growing up, like, oh, it's pretty boring sometimes. But <laughs> I've gone, like, I've got a best mate who lives in Sydney. And mm. um, I'm like, Brisbane's actually really awesome. I love the culture. I love how it's, like, kind of like a big country town. You sort of, someone always knows someone that you know, I find. Yeah. Like, um, and, yeah, I think it's it's a great little place. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I um I grew up on the Gold Coast, so not too far away, yeah. but very different culturally. And I always wanted to go to Melbourne. I thought, yeah, I need to get to Melbourne. Um, but came to Brisbane for work. Um, and yeah, I just love it. I love the vibe and like, especially compared to like somewhere like Sydney that's so busy. Yes. Um, and just go go go. Brisbane's like a city, but it's such a slow city. Yes. Like a country town. In I that love way. that. It's so good. Even the CBD itself is is really 
chilled yes. comparatively. Oh my gosh, yes. Everyone in Sydney seems a little bit cranky. Everyone's got to be working or doing stuff or yeah. somewhere to go. And yeah, Brisbane is definitely a lot more laid back. I love it for that. Yeah, for sure. And if my sister is listening to this, yes, every Sydney cider is cranky. Yeah, <laughs> Every single one. <laughs> ah, she's all right. No, my best mate's all no, right, she, I guess. I she, guess she's, there's some yeah, all right people. Yeah. She's also from the Gold Coast, so oh, she's great. got the, the, the chill Gold she's Coast that's still in her, even though she's in Sydney. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. So if you had to, you know, say I'm Sony and I'm knocking on your door and you and they ask you who is who is Al Payne, how would you how would you answer that question? It's such a interesting question. I was really thinking about it. Like who who is Al Payne? It's like I feel like I've worn a few different hats in my life. Like I'm a I'm a mum. Um, I'm a musician. Um, I'm a, I'm a huge animal lover. Um, I really, um, am passionate about so many things. Um, but I hope I, I, I like to think I'm authentic and real. There's like, what you see is what you get. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of no BS, um, straight to the point. Um, I feel like I'm a pretty compassionate person. You know, I feel like everyone's got a story to tell. Um, and you know, being kind is, is such a huge Everyone needs to be more kind, I think. If everyone yeah. was just kind and a little bit compassionate, the world would just be awesome. Um, <laughs> I know it's not that simple. Know, but if only it was that simple, <laughs> if wouldn't only that it be was, nice? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know. Um, but, yeah, I just... Um, yeah, El Payne. Um, yeah, just what you see is what you get. Yeah. Um, and I'm always just trying to be a better person. That's always my goal is to mm. really just, you know, improve on myself all the time. And... Um, be kind and um, caring and patient pretty much mm. is is my main focus. Yeah. Guess, if that's the right way to that's a great that answer. question. It's, it's, it's such it's a hard so question. Yeah. And honestly, it was a bit of a stitch up question, really. Who <laughs> can answer that properly? Yeah. I always go back because, you know, when people have asked that to me before, I'm, I've never, ever have a clue. And uh, this one time years ago, um, one of my friends, ironically from Sydney, <laughs> was visiting and we went to this cafe, um, I don't even know where it is, it was somewhere not far from the valley, but I was so new to Brisbane that I didn't really know where the hell I was walking to. And we just walked and we found this random, this little cafe slash bar place and went in there for a coffee. And um, had heaps of records on the walls and artist quotes and stuff like that. And I just see this one from Bob Dylan and it just sums up that question perfectly. Um, All I can be is me, whoever that is. Yes. It's like spot on. Perfect. Of course Bob knows what (laughs) to say. Of course he's got the correct answer. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, sort of as you're saying, like when you're describing yourself, humans are just so complex. There's so much to us, you know. There's, you know, we've got our strengths, we've got our weaknesses, we've got, you know, our good parts and the parts we're trying to improve. Yeah. We're just a a world within ourselves. It's it's insane, really, when you think about it. Yeah. But um, no, look, I mean... Especially like you know, in the last year, looking at um, so actually not because I think I I'd seen your music before we met, and you've definitely your name pops up more and more and more, and it's great to see you building momentum, yes. and it's great to get to know more about you, um, because obviously I, you know your music is lovely, and Thank you. um, really keen to hear this uh, EP when it when it's ready. Yes, yes, me too. Hopefully, I get a sneaky uh, sneak preview. Yes, oh, I would love to send you some stuff through for yeah, sure. I'll keep an ear out. Yes. and um just to end this on one last question and it's a big one um what is something you're grateful for 
I'm so grateful for lots of things. Um, it's one thing I actually practice every day when I'm, you know, I just think it's so important to be grateful. I'm grateful for my, my wife. I'm grateful for, um, you know, where I live. Um, I have a beautiful son. Um, yeah, I'm grateful to be in a position where I'm able to do what I love and share it with others. And I'm also grateful for the fact that I'm now at a point where I'm able to kind of help others on mm. their same sort of journey and um, to be able to help promote music and support people and help them realize that you can do, you know, whatever you really want to set your heart to, I guess. Um, yeah. It's it's um, important, I think, to practice gratefulness, though. And, mm. I, you know, every day I'm like, I'm grateful that I can see and I'm grateful that I can hear mm. and, like, that I have a house and um, that I'm grateful that I've got a voice that I'm able to use and, you know. Um, yeah, it's, it's hard to sum that up as well, really. Like, um, I'm grateful for my experiences in life, really. Yeah. I feel like... Um, you know, we've all got a story to tell and, um, you know, the good and the, you know, and the bad, it, it all gets you to the point where we're at right now. And yeah. I'm so grateful for all of the, the nonsense and all of the greatness because, you know, I think that that makes you who you are and um, I'm grateful for myself, I guess. Like, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's the way to be. Yeah. And, you know, you're not the, it's funny, you're not the only musician on, on the show so far to say they're grateful for themselves. And I think that's such an important thing. It's like some people think it's, oh, you shouldn't talk yourself up. But like if you, especially when you look at how far you come as a human being, if you can be grateful for it and what you've done and where yeah. you're going, it's powerful. It helps you gain momentum in life and Definitely. appreciate the little things, which yeah. are, as you said, like I can see, I can breathe, I have a roof over my head. Like, yeah. God, have you ever locked yourself out of the house and, and felt nervous? Like <laughs> yeah. that, just think back to that whenever you're, yeah. oh, my computer's being troublesome. Oh, yeah. my phone's being annoying. Yeah. Oh, my football team lost. Oh, wait, I've got a roof over my head yes. and I've got f fresh water. Exactly. <laughs> it's important to ground yourself, I think, whenever yeah. you can. Yeah. And I think it's also being grateful for yourself is something that is quite difficult to do. It's something mm -hmm. I'm still learning to do to be is you know mm. um happy within yourself because i feel like if you're not happy within yourself how are you going to be able to be your truest self to everyone yeah. else and i think having a having a little boy now as well that really is something that i tr find kind of grounds me a lot it's like i want to be the best mum i can and how yeah. can i be the best mum if i'm not feeling a hundred percent you know mm. happy within myself as well yeah but yeah. Yeah. Well, Elle, I'm very grateful that you are here. And, I'm very uh, you grateful me that you asked podcast. me to come along. Thank you so much. No, thanks so much for awesome. coming on. It's been fantastic. Thank you so much.